Well, for the first time ever, all 30 NBA teams will be going head-to-head -head for an in-season tournament, and I'm absolutely pumped. That's why I'm partnering with DraftKings. They've got an incredible offer for you to take advantage of. All new customers who bet just $5 will receive $150 in bonus bets instantly. Oh, that's a swish. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings app now. Use my promo code, THELASTSTAND, and stay in on the action and use your $200 in bonus bets on DraftKings same-game parlays for a shot at an even bigger payout. Combine multiple bets together from the same game, including total points scored of your number of rebounds by your favorite player. You can get all that and more. And if you've already signed up for DraftKings, no problem. All customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay or SGPX. If your bet doesn't hit, max reward limits apply. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers, use my promo code, THELASTSTAND, and bet just $5 will receive $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code, THELASTSTAND, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is The Last Stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And joining me today is a man who's been with us before. He's back. King Rye. Ryan hey. Garcia is back on hey. The Last Stand. What's up, Ryan? Hey, good to see you. Good to see you, Brian. <laughs> Always good to see you, man. It's, yes. Uh, amazing. <laughs> You're yeah. amazing. You're amazing, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, King. Uh, look, your back, December 2nd, Oscar Duarte, he's known to be a tough guy. He's got knockout power. What kind of version of Ryan Garcia will we see on December 2nd? You're going to get the best version of me possible. Um you know, I haven't been this dedicated and committed to uh, the sport since 2020. This is uh, the sharpest I've been uh, since then, uh, and even sharper now under the tutelage of, of Derek and, and what he's been teaching me and what he's been, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, what he's been training training me to do. So, this is the sharpest I've ever been, the most committed I've been in such a long time. Um, I'm really feeling so good, so free, uh, so happy. Just in love with the game like, like I was, you know, when I was on that come up uh, and destroying everybody. So you're going to see the best version of me, the one that was knocking out, you know, Fonseca's and, and just running through everybody. Uh, you're going to see that and even a more mature and stronger Ryan, for sure. And, and you know, I, listening to you, I my first thought, listening to what you just said, I would say, wait a minute. That that tank fight was so huge. You're telling me that wasn't the best, most committed Ryan Garcia we saw? No, not at all. Um, you know, you got to remember, after 2020, when I, I beat Luke Campbell, uh, I think it was early 2021, I beat Luke Campbell. Uh, I had to go on my mental health uh, break. Uh, and from there, uh, you know, I took many steps backwards. Uh, I, I lost myself. Uh, I lost who I was as a fighter. I didn't even know really couldn't really remember the things that I knew how to do, you know, in the ring and trying to make that comeback. Um, I felt a little rushed into it. Um, I, I still had really bad habits from my mental health issues. You know, I went to, you know, drinking a little bit and, and, and just doing whatever I wanted. I just lost love for everything. I won't even say I lost love for boxing. I lost love for everything. Um, I came back because I had to, you know, it was wasting time and time was ticking. So I willed myself back into it, but without fixing those little things that, were holding me back, you know, uh, mentally and, and, and how you need to be for the sport of boxing. Um, 
So I got back into it with Tegel. Um, obviously, that wasn't my best performance because I was still figuring things out. And then, you know, I started feeling my rhythm again. And when I was staying active and I fought Fortuna and I felt a little sharper. Still not my sharpest, but I felt sharper and I was ready to get into another fight. And I wanted to fight Tank. And, you know, they iced me for a whole year. Uh, they kept on saying, you know, you're going to fight, you're going to fight. If you take another fight, we can't fight you. Um, they said it would be in December. So a lot of that stuff was throwing me off. And those habits, since they didn't die out, came back. So I wasn't committed. I wasn't the man I am now. And um, that loss really woke in something in me. You know, it, it, it woke in, you know, me to look at myself and look on uh, how I could be better. And uh, I, I just took myself back to when, when was I my sharpest? When was I, you know, my best? And, and, and I look back to, you know, my younger days and, I was like, okay, so I, I got to get that commitment. So I fully committed. I, I, I trained with Derek regardless if there was a fight coming. Uh, I was with him in, in Vegas for the Spence fight, and I was just traveling everywhere he went. Um, not only that, you know, I, I, I scratched out a lot of those habits that I was having, and, you know, I just put my full focus, my full mental focus on boxing and just was committed. And now, man, I, I'm so sharp. It, it's actually disgusting how sharp I am. I literally could cut somebody with one of my punches. It's disgusting. Uh, no, but I'm just happy. I'm just happy because of where I'm at right now. You, you know, I have that peace inside. So, like, nothing right now can get to me because I know where I'm at right now um, as a person and as a fighter. So, um, yeah, that's what I mean by I wasn't as committed. You know, it's interesting because when you talk to guys at your level and they suffer their first defeat, you, you hear a lot of, like, yo – Everybody around me left. Uh, I may have had some depression. You know, that was such a mega event when you fought Tank. Immediately after, what was it like dealing with your first professional loss? It didn't have an effect on me, um, surprisingly. It, it just didn't feel like it was me. So I didn't feel like I lost. I just felt like a version of me lost that wasn't me, uh, you know, I, I, like who I am as a fighter and how sharp I am. I'm way sharper than that. I'm way better fighter than that. And so it didn't have that type of, you know, salt on it. It was like, okay, I lost, but like, I just felt like nothing mattered to me. Um, I was so depleted and so defeated it, internally of other things, you know, and the weight cut didn't help and on all the things I had to go through. I, I just didn't feel like you know, it was me at all. So that's why it didn't have effect on me. But it did wake up some hunger in me because, I, 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 you know, about two months later, I thought, you know, I oh, shoot, like, I lost. Like, no matter what happened, I, I, I lost. And, and that, like, I don't like losing. Like, so it woke up that competitor in me, and, and it drove me to this, this where I'm at now. You know, that's where it started. And, uh, you know, it, it's tough, but... Uh, again, I, I feel I'm the better fighter. I don't care what anybody says. I, I, I know I'm the better fighter, and if I get my rematch, I'm going to beat him. And, um, you know, regardless of, of, of the outcome of the first fight, I know I could come back and, and I, I can beat him. So my whole, my whole plan is to win a world title at 140 and, and dominate 140 and 147, both of those weight classes, and, and earn my spot. I, I want to earn it. I want to earn it. Um, I want to beat, you know, some guys that I have to go through. If it has to be Teofimo Lopez, if it has to be a Devin Haney, whoever, I will do it to get that rematch and show everybody I can beat them. You, you know, when you, you look back at that, that tank fight and 
Uh, I know the all access. They were talking about, oh, did he get you on the rib? Uh, did you have a Did you have an injury going into that fight? Was it the rehydration yeah. clause? What What was it where he when he placed that shot that you said, hey, look, man, I'm just I'm going to just take this count and this fight is over. Um, no, well, you know, I, I did go into the ring with a, a rib injury, a uh, separated rib uh, mm. from sparring. I was dehydrated, and um, it was it was like one of the first shots of sparring. I didn't even get hit hard. My my rib just sunken in, um, and I had to go to the hospital. Um, spent there some time, and, and I couldn't even run. I couldn't do anything. It was about two weeks before the fight. Uh, there was nothing I could do. You know, um, I decided that I wasn't going to pull out. Uh, too much time has been put into this and too much uh, things, uh, you know, went into making this fight happen. I, I wasn't going to pull out. Um, on top of that, I had to cut the weight. So I, I had everything stacked against me. But it, it, it wasn't – I made this not about me. I made it about the sport. And people are going to say, you know, bad things about that. But for me, you know, I always loved the sport with all my heart. And I was bored of the sport. Don't get me wrong. The sport was boring. Nobody was fighting each other. It was It was trash. There was no energy. Um, and then I brought the energy back to life for one night. In Vegas, it finally felt like boxing was back on fire for a day, for a night. Finally, finally, we get to feel that excitement before that bell rings once again, like a Mayweather and, a, and, and Oscar De La Hoya fight or a Mayweather-Pacquiao, that excitement. And that's what I always wanted to bring to the sport. And I seen that was my opportunity, and I still went with it. So, again, that's why nobody could tell me who I am. And nobody... Nobody could, they could bash me all they want. They wouldn't have done that. And you see now in the in people, you know, negotiating for for fights when they bring up rehydration clause, nobody wants to do it because yeah. they know what they know really what it is. And and if you don't know <laughs> boxing, then you don't know actually what I did. They they don't not only do I have to cut all that weight, and I'm a and I've been at one thirty five, one thirty two since I was seventeen years old. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not a small guy, so. People that know boxing know the risk I took. You know, I put my health in danger. Um, I put a lot of things in danger, but I, I trusted that it's going to better off the sport and I'm going to be okay because, you know, things are going to work out. And I made a bunch of money. I did good there. Um, I, I provided life-changing money for my family. I can't be mad about that. But now it's a whole different goal. I got that out of the way. I'm already I'm a superstar. I made a bunch of money. What's next? I want to be one of the best in the sport. I want to be the best in the sport and get a title. So that's my main goal. Are you surprised at all what you guys, and I'm talking about what you and Tank did for the sport because the numbers were astronomical. Uh, no one has really uh, achieved that at all this year when you talk about pay-per-view buys. But then it was almost as if, you know, Spence and Crawford were like, okay, well, you know what? Let's get it done. Ryan and Tank are fighting, and it's now all of a sudden guys are taking risks who were before maybe they were protecting that O. Now they're like, no, bump it. He's in his prime. I'm in my prime. Let's get it on. Are you surprised what you guys did for the sport? No, I'm not surprised. That was my intention going in. Um, I wanted to set the world on fire. I wanted to set the sport on fire, I mean. And uh, I kind of just um, – I always knew that that's what I was going to do. Is somebody had to do it, um, and I laid out the new blueprint. You know, the blueprint isn't, you know, trying to, you know, be that perfect fighter and, and trying to protect that. Oh, it's, it's getting the fights on, you know, and, and giving the fans what they want. That's what's going to make the big pay-per-views. People have seen, you know, uh, there's only one Floyd Mayweather is what I'm saying. There's only one Floyd Mayweather. There's not many Floyd Mayweather. you got to be your own person, and, and that's what's going to separate you from everybody else. I'm going to show my greatness through a loss. That's the difference. 
they people could you know oh greatness is only winning no greatness is how you come in from a loss I mean, we've seen it time and time again in other sports uh tiger woods his comeback inspired me um you know so many other athletes that you know you know muhammad ali when he came back from uh from you know going to jail for uh, denying service and then comes back loses to Joe Frazier but then comes back and wins that's that's my heart that's where I'm at you know I'm I'm here to make a stand like the last stand I'm here to make a stand and then come back and show you who I am because I'm bigger than boxing I'm not just boxing I- I'm much more deeper than boxing I- I'm gonna handle this sport you're gonna see now I'm putting my full dedication to it but that I'm bigger than the sport and I'm gonna show everybody when I come back. And, um, you know, Duarte, tough fighter and, and a fighter that I've seen before, you know, growing up in Southern California, you got the pressure fighters, you got the guys that you know, want to get dirty and, and whatnot. So I've seen this before, but, you know, he's a tough challenge. But to, for me, this is more about an example. I'm setting the tone. This is the Ryan Garcia you're going to get at the 140 division. So that's the statement I'm here to make. You're getting this guy here. Yeah, this one. This is not one that's playing and, and worried about other things. This one's all in. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to make on this fight. Well, you know, you talked about the changes, and one of them is a guy who I know very well in Derek James. Give me the one thing that you, when it came down to it, you said, yeah, I'm going to make a change, and I'm going with Derek James. What was it? What was that one thing that you liked about Derek James? You said, okay, he's the guy for me going forward. You know, I'll be honest. I'll take you back. I, I was in, um, I was in my plane, um, headed back home after the loss, and I was just, you know, I, I don't know why. I, not, I don't know why, but I just felt God's presence over me, and I, I just kind of locked in with that and meditated and and just prayed to Him about, you know, who I should have as a trainer, and you know, just was getting spoken to me, you know, Derek James, Derek James, and you know, long behold, you know, Derek James also is in Dallas, Texas, a place that I all wanted to move. So a lot of things kept aligning to, you know, uh, to that decision. Um, and it was one of the best decisions I've made because Derek really is one of those guys, man. He, he really, really pays attention to technique and he just knows how to talk to me. We have a, a really good chemistry and he was just somebody I needed. You know, he's a, he was a very bright mind and a great philosopher at times and just a guy that, you know, doesn't let me let up, doesn't let me, you know, if I have a good day – what's that you know what I mean there's no letting up you know you just never satisfied and he's a he's a guy that you know I made a great choice in um, and I'm happy I'm happy in Dallas way better than being in LA a lot of distractions in LA and a lot of things that kept me away from the game being away from that detoxed me from everything and now I feel much more balanced and and much more in control of, of my career you know, I think it's interesting on social media. You've always been active there, but boy, so has Shakur Stevenson. Now, look, oh, he did—he did not have a good performance at all, and a number of people have come at him. Devin Haney has been one of them. You and you two have had some uh, back and forth. Tell me, what is the deal that bugs you the most about Shakur Stevenson? Uh, you know what, like. I've already said a lot about it, and I don't know if I want to keep on pressing on it. I'll give you something. Yeah. But I already said enough to yeah. him. But like I said in the other interview, he is just an arrogant person, and he's arrogant in real life. That's why I don't like him. You know, um, and I don't say that about a lot of people. You know, I, I don't. I love a lot of people, man. I, I, I'm right here. I, I, you know, I'm cool with everybody. But, man, that guy, he's just been ticking me off since the amateurs. I wanted to kick his ass. Now I just want to kick his ass. Now it's just like there's enough of the talking. 
You know, I'm here to kick his ass. And if he wants that, I'll, I'll beat his ass. I'm tired of him. It's just, you talk way too much shit. And when he talks shit, he's talking shit shit. It's not like to entertain. It's not, he's taking everything personal. And every, all right, you want to take it personal? We can take it personal. But I don't like to do that. But he's so arrogant that it's to the point where I got to whoop his ass. That's the guy that I just want to whoop his ass. It will be a different motivation. I'm whooping his ass to the point where, yeah, he, he can't run with me. I'm getting to his ass. Like he's not gonna throw no punches. What I gotta worry about? You know what I mean? I just gotta worry about shit. Like, is the fans gonna be entertained? These motherfuckers gonna be running, <laughs> running. Damn man, stop running. I'm like, kick his ass. <laughs> you know, because the latest was you was like, hey, look, I'm a three division world champion. Right, man, you have never been a world champion. I'll respond to that. I'll respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I did break a record. You know, I'm the first fighter to make $30 million without a world title. How about that? Because these titles, you could anybody could win the title. Anybody could win the title. And we know that. And anybody knows that. That He didn't fight no crazy competition. He got a lot of vacant titles. Like, anybody who knows boxing knows what it is, man. Like, this is how the organization, they, they you know, they do their thing. You know, I, I don't want to get too political. It is yeah. what it is. I want to be a world champion. I'm not. I'm not dissing the world title. I want to become a world champion. I want to get that title. But again, if I beat a Rollies, like how much of a world champion am I? Mm. I'm. I'm a world champion on paper. World champion is beating a guy. Like if I were to beat Tank, I would have called myself a world champion. You know, at that time because that's what it means to be a world champion is be better than the better guy, be better than the best. Mm. World champion means you're better than everybody. That's the real definition. Stop with this curving around, you know, beating around the bush. Let's speak some truth. Let's be real. A world champion is being the best guy in the division. That's the world champion. Or beating the current world champion that actually won the title, you know. And um, that's what I'm about, man. I'm, I, that's why I don't hear the noise. I don't hear the noise because, yeah, you could say that, great, boom, boom, boom. That's not going to feed your families. And, two, it's not even legitimate. So go, go, you know. Go eat, uh, have them apples, you know. For, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. I, I'm gonna speak some real stuff. I'm tired of this shit. You know what I mean? You you can spread the the three time, four time, five time, eight time. Nah, you could be a quadrillion world champion. You didn't beat nobody. <laughs> it don't matter <laughs> to me, at least. I love it. Uh, you know, one of the things you talked about on social media, you said, and this, I'm quoting you. You said, "quote I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm fed up. I've been at fifty percent for so long. It's going to be." different yeah yeah and i stand on that i stand on that um i've been disrespect because they tell me about dean the great and, and anthony uh, uh ugly boy taylor whatever his name in and ks ks dumbass or whatever his name is uh, it's just all these comparisons <laughs> like bro i've been boxing since i was seven years old man don't even mention these guys with me i will blow them out the water in the same day and within three to four rounds man just this is the disrespect i'm talking about i don't I've been a I've been I was on the USA team. I, I did all that. These guys can't mess with me. Talking about go, oh he could he can handle me. What the hell are we talking about? That's the disrespect I'm talking about. I would not. I, I like Jake Paul. Just stop, man. Jake Paul won't handle me. Nobody will handle me. I, I mean, I'm cool with Jake and Logan and all of them, you know. But they can't mess with me in the ring. I, I, I'm happy Jake is taking it seriously. He's beating these dudes up and making a lot of money. But, you know, he's my, he's my friend, but he can't beat me in boxing. Come on. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah. What is this? Oh, my God. Let's talk about going forward here because uh, Bernard Hopkins, uh, one of your promoters, he told FightHype.com, quote, uh, 
I will see. He's talking about you. Um, I will see how Ryan looks and then make my personal decision on whether he should fight again. I know what that. The hell, Ra- what the hell does he mean by I'll make a, a decision? He ain't gonna make shit. He can't make He's- shit about me. You know what? This is the crazy thing is like I'm gonna box my ass off and it's gonna be great. And then I'm a, like, I'm gonna box my ass off for a, a, a team that don't even believe in me. But damn, they'll collect that money that I'm making them though. They collect that six million dollars though. But you mm. don't know if I should box again. But you made that money off that fight though. Yeah, shut up. Watch mm. when I win. That's just what it's gonna be. They're gonna be. I, I'm gonna look at them like, bro, don't even mess with me. Don't even mess with me because I'm so sharp right now. I have no, I have no worries that I'm gonna look great, amazing. They're gonna look like, damn. They're gonna be like a salty ex. Like, fuck, dude. I wish I stayed with him. I wish I just was nice to him. Why didn't I just speak better to him? Please, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But come back, baby. Come back. Yeah, shut up. No, I'm just tired. Like, how is your own team talking shit about you? Think about that. No, yeah. think about it. Why would yeah. your own team talk shit about you? That makes no sense. Yeah. Why would you do that? Oh, be- it's a good point. No, absolutely. It, it really is. I'm the is. only fighter. Yeah. What uh, other fighter is going to make them money? Yeah. None. So why would you disrespect your only superstar fighter right now? What logic does that have? I mean, even uh, even a dude that don't know shit about the sport can figure that one out. Yeah. That's but a good they, point. They, yeah. So That's I don't good- know. It's a good point. Um, well, another thing that came out of uh, recently was uh, the president of, of Golden Boy, Eric Gomez, said that uh, uh, before Duarte that they had talked to Don King about possibly doing a fight with you and Adrian Broner. Uh, and Broner obviously has been on social media saying, yo, Ryan Garcia sent the contract. Let's get it popping in 2024. Give me your thoughts about that. That man has a great growing out his damn beard. There is no way we're fighting. I don't know how I'm going to beat Adrian Broner. That is messed up, man. Y'all want Adrian Broner to go out sad, man. I like Adrian. AB's my guy. But, man, this man out here looking almost close to Santa, man, with this shit getting so white, man. Great-ass beard, big belly. You wanna, he can't even make 140. What are you talking about? Who the hell is talking this? This is crazy, man. Oh my uh, gosh, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, listen, I got to get your thoughts because you are you are you're so um, intelligent about about this thing. You know, Paramount has decided to pull the plug on Showtime Championship Boxing, so we're done at the end of the year. But I know you and Terrence Crawford had talked about. Look, the sport needs to make some changes. What kind of overhaul do you think the sport of boxing needs? Uh, I mean, you just need to see the dynamic of of. of of where everything's headed to, you know, um, movies have changed and, and, and platforms have changed and different dynamics of, of the networks have changed and streaming has been a, a, a now a big part of, 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 you know, just TV in general. TV has changed. Yeah. Uh, so you need to move with the movement. You know, you have a lot of these promoters that are stuck in the 90s and, and the 2000s and 10s and, and haven't really, you know, gave a... This new, um, you know, this new evolution of TV a chance because they're scared, you know. And um, for me, I just know that uh, in this day and age, people want things faster. So uh, for me, I know that uh, if you're gonna do a big event, it needs to be a big event. It can't just be anything because once people pay for something and it's not what they're expecting, then they're not gonna pay for it again. 
you know, or, or, or they want to see their favorite show. Like, like, for example, a person will watch their favorite show, but they want to binge watch it now. They don't want to watch an episode and wait another week and then it come out again. They want to watch that fight now. You know what I mean? They don't want to wait and wait and wait and wait. So for me, it's just being strategic. Um, I would have to talk to Terrence and, and we could maybe we're going to talk about after the fight. We we, we yeah. had a text message and he wants me to focus on my fight. And I think that makes sense. But I have my own strategic plans in my head on how I would run it. Um, but again, I don't have anybody uh, to work with yet. Uh, and I don't have a, my own promotion come out. I don't have anything, but I do have a bright mind and I know um, how to make a big event in this day and age. And I know how to promote myself. I know how to promote other fighters um, I give a lot of tips to young people in the gym and, and I, you know, a couple of guys have listened to me are now making waves and the guys that are following my blueprint are, are getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, um, it's just something I've been, uh, I don't know. I, I just have a natural instinct on how to do this. Mm. So, uh, uh, we'll talk to Terrence and, and maybe make something happen. You, you know the deal, Ryan, for everybody who watches this show, we allow them to submit questions through social media. And every time we have you on, we have like 50,000, but we're only going to yeah. get to a couple. Uh, Call Me Daddy Boxing on X asks, who uh, will you fight a champion at 140 next, like the Regis Haney winner, Tio, Roly, or Subriel Matias? Um, you know what? I, 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 like I said, my whole plan is to become a champion. So... However that road looks, however which way we decide to do that is the one we're going to do. Um, I'm not 100% clear on how that looks. Like, I can't say that I'm going to fight either of those guys next. Um, I can very well. I have to talk to Derek. You know, I let Derek choose this opponent. I'll probably let Derek choose the next one um, and just let him guide me. I, I just want to destroy everybody and get to a title. That's it. So... Uh, wherever that looks like, if Derek says go and handle Teofimo Lopez, I'm gonna go beat his ass. If you go say go handle Devin Haney, I'm gonna go beat his ass. Wherever my coach says to go do, I'm gonna do. If he wants me to go beat up somebody else, I'll go beat up somebody else. I you love know, it. He goes sick him, boy. I go sick him. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Rob asks, how hard did Tank hit, or how hard does Tank hit? Surprisingly, um, not hard, um, and I know Rowley said this before, and, and, and a lot of people that have gotten hit by him say that he doesn't have a hard punch. He has pinpoint accuracy that um, that if it hits you and you don't see it coming, uh, you're going to get dropped and you're going to get hurt. You know, so it's being, he's being subtle. You know, you, you don't know when it could come, and then when it comes, it's too late. So um, that's how you knock people out. You don't knock people out because punch hard. You knock people Oh, you have to have power, of course, but you also need to be deceptive. Um, he's pretty good at that. So uh, I would say his punching power is, is, is average, but he has uh, deceptive power. Uh, mm. I mean, deceptive shots mm. that will catch you if you're not paying attention all the time. Got it. Uh, AM Sports Media asks, how many fights, Ryan, in 2024, and will you re-sign with Golden Boy when your deal is up? I'm not going to get into uh, that whole Golden Boy thing, but I am going to say I, I want to be as active as I possibly can. Um, I want to be at least – Three fights uh, 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 in 2024. That's my goal. Three fights uh, or, or two. Two or three. That's my goal. All right. All right, Ryan Garcia, we've come to the last segment of the show. It is called The Last Stand. You know the deal. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. You just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right. Since you are in that Derek James camp, 
The rematch is on. It will happen in 2024. Spence and Crawford. Do you think that fight will be any different at 154? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, um, I think that uh, Arrow and Arrow, you know, they didn't look like himself. So I think that uh, you always have a chance if you come back and and you have that focus and and you fix the things that you think you did wrong. And, uh, you know, I think that it's respectful that he wants that rematch because the first one didn't go his way um, in any way. But again, for him to say, all right, I got to run that back and I could get that back. You got to respect it. And I think that he's going to be stronger. He's going to be much more aware. You could see it didn't even look like he could talk um, in in the back room because he was so drained. Um, I remember seeing him in the beginning of the camp. He was so lively. He was talking to me. And then at the end, he wasn't talking no more. So, um, Maybe, you know, it should be different. Hmm. Devin Haney, Regis Progray. Who wins that fight? You got to hand it to, uh, I think, Devin. Devin um, is, for me, too experienced, too fast, um, and just knows how to use his uh, boxing abilities to his best. Um, And Regis is a little slow and and flat-footed and doesn't, you know, can't really. I I just think he has a puncher's chance, of course. Anything happen in boxing, but I think Devin wins a unanimous decision. Ryan Garcia aside, in your opinion, who is the best fighter right now at 140 pounds? Ryan Garcia. <laughs> Besides Ryan Garcia. <laughs> uh, I don't know this guy. Uh, I was kidding. I was going to say my name again. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't know, and I don't care. Forget okay. those dudes. I'm, I love I'm hungry. It. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. You're going to see. I'm that guy, Brian. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sugar Sean O'Malley has talked about doing a boxing match with you. He's also talked about fighting Tank. Uh, in your opinion, which fight is more of more likely to happen, uh, Ryan Garcia versus Sean O'Malley or Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Tank Davis? Ryan Garcia versus Sean O'Malley. Um, I think the company knows that. I'm way more marketable than Tank, and I'll make sure that I promote it way better than Tank. Tank don't even promote fight. Uh, he doesn't know it, he doesn't know how. Uh, I did all that, you know. But uh, again, UFC already said it. I carried that. I carried that promotion. It's hard to promote Tank. He doesn't really talk too much and not really, you know. But again, Tank's a big star. Don't get me wrong. It would still be a huge fight if they do do it. I, I, I would push back a little bit on the UFC on that. I think that it would still be a huge fight. But I want to take that fight to uh, Saudi Arabia, and I'm going to destroy Sean O'Malley. That's not even a challenge. I'll knock that whole afro off. He, he, he needs to take that afro off. What the hell is he doing? I'll smack him so hard that shit falls off. Okay. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make him think about that twice. If he, puts it. he won't ever have an afro again after that, I promise you. Uh, I'll, tank- I'll, I'll, t- I'll change him into salty uh, Sean O'Malley. He won't be sugar. He'll be salty. Salty Sean O'Malley. I'll beat his ass so bad. It will be bad. He won't even fight in the UFC no more. He'll quit. He's like, oh, hell no. I'm not fighting oh no God. more. You were, you were too much. You were too much. Reconstructed. It is be bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tank Davis says he's the face of boxing. Canelo Alvarez says he's the face of boxing. In your opinion, who is the face of boxing right now? I'm the next face of boxing. Tank's not the face of boxing. I'm the next face of boxing. He did 250K buys. My first one, I did 1.2. I brought him 1 million pay-per-view buys. I brought him 1 million pay-per-view buys. Well, I mean, 
we did it together. But like I said, that was my blueprint. It wasn't his, you know. That's why he put all those things on me because he didn't want that fight to happen. But guess what? We still made it happen. It was still a big fight. I'm the I'm the face of boxing next after Canelo. Canelo's the face of boxing right now, but I'm the next one. Tank, he's good. He's good. He he he's a pay per view fighter, but he's not the face of boxing. I'm the next face of boxing. Remember this. Five years from now, you're like, yeah, damn right. That man was right. Ryan was right. We love Ryan. And I love you. Last man, baby. Okay. Here we go. Last question. At right. this time in 2024, Ryan Garcia will be, you finish it. Will be a two, three division world champion. Legitimately, and one of the biggest stars in boxing, and would have knocked out Sugar Sean O'Malley inside Arabia. And I might go and beat three YouTubers up in one night. That's what you're gonna see. Thank you, baby. Love you. Let's go. That's what we got on the last day. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And right now, I guess we have the new face of boxing. There it is, baby. Look at, get a good look at him. He is handsome. <laughs> King right, Ryan Garcia, I appreciate you, my brother. Good luck, good luck December 2nd, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.